You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you listening in. And as many of you have seen on our Twitter account and on our Facebook account, we started it last week and uh, we're going to continue it because it's fun and it's called the Stucky Hour. And I bet anybody that's tuning in right now and you hear the word Stucky, just like as I was promoting it during the week on some other shows, everybody's eyes light up. And it's you can tell they're remembering. And we got into quite a conversation on uh, uh, on point with Victor. And Victor uh, was funny. He said, oh, Stucky's. We always stopped at Stucky's. And... Uh, we got into a conversation about that and about different things, and everybody that has heard the word or the name Stucky has a memory of when they were driving with their parents someplace and people would stop in at Stucky. So now we have the Stucky Hour on America's Web Radio that will be at 9 o'clock every Wednesday morning. And uh, we have the CEO of Stucky's, Miss Stephanie Stuckey, and uh, we're delighted to have her, and if you'd like to see a picture of her, it's very easy. Just go to our uh, Facebook page, and uh, there she is, live and direct. So good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, David. Happy Wednesday. Isn't it the truth? And there's that... It's a hump uh, day. It's it's halfway through the week, so I always like Wednesday. I feel like... You've yeah, made, made it. some progress so far, and then we got a few more days till the work weekends. You're on the downhill drag. Well, but you know, if you're like me, it's all I'm always working. But it's not work if you love what you do, and I certainly do love what I do with Stuckies. It's such a wonderful company and such a great brand. Well, it, and it has such a history to it, and. Uh, your grandfather started it, correct? That's right. And we went over the history last week, but I can do a quick recap for those who didn't make last week's show. My grandfather, W.S. Stuckey Sr., everyone called him Stuckey, and his close friends called him Sylvester. He started Stuckey's on the roadside in 1937, right in the midst of the Great Depression, and was selling pecans on the side of the road. And he decided to add candy and local jams, jellies, quilts, homemade, kitschy souvenirs. And it really took off. And from those humble origins, he built a whole roadside oasis in an empire of almost 370 stores. Wow. That, that's just, that blows my mind. 370 yeah. stores. That's just- yeah. But the the business fell out of family hands for decades. And... So I'm trying to revive it, and I think how lucky am I and how blessed am I to have an opportunity to rebuild a family brand because so many of these iconic roadside stops that many of us remember from the 1960s and 70s and even the early 80s, either they're no longer there or they've changed so much because they've been acquired by large corporations that, frankly, lose some of the specialness of them. Oh, no question. I, I think you. I think we've seen this in in any number of businesses. Uh, 
even here locally when it was Rich's. And, uh, right. You know. We used to sell candy at Rich's. Stuckey's oh, really? did. Yeah, we huh. sold our box candy. That was a big great break for my grandfather during World War II. Really tough times for us because there was sugar rationing. And he found that if he could sell candy to the troops, and I know you very much support veterans, as does Stuckey's, and we are very grateful that the troops have supported us in return. But we used to be in the ration kits. Ah. And we were able to get sugar that way also, so it was an added plus. But we started boxing the candy for the troops, and my grandfather realized that the candy boxes were really attractive, and he looked upon a contact at Rich's. And they agreed to sell his boxed candy line. And that really helped him get sufficient cash that when the war ended, he could start rebuilding his stores because he lost two of his stores during World War II. Uh, so Riches was part of our rebirth after World War II. That, you know, uh, my, it's sort of like my grandfather and uh, having Dr. Pepper plants during the Great Depression. And like he said, even during the worst of the worst of the Depression, you could people could come up with a nickel, yeah, and buy a Dr Pepper. That's right. And uh, so your grand and I love, by the way. And and let me ask uh, the box that you got in front of you. Yeah. Was that inspired by <laughs> the idea that your father, that your grandfather had had in selling to riches? So, um, somewhat. So we have what's called a, a POS point of sale box, and my mother had the great idea of. Stuckey's using these boxes for our gifts instead of using baskets. So many companies use gift baskets, and she said this could be something different and fun. And so we started using our boxes last Christmas and the holiday season for gifts. And I have had the box redesigned. This is our brand-new box, and it spilled in my car on the way over, so I was trying to fix it up again. But this is... A mixture of Stucky's items. A lot of these are back stock. Uh, so these are some items that we have like three items, six items, and they're just random boxes. They haven't completely sold. So I went through our warehouse in Eastman, Georgia last week, and I said, if I can have these back order items that are just sitting there, back stock, not back order, and uh, dead inventory is another word for them. I said, if I can just have these, I'm going to make mystery boxes and we're going to have them as giveaways for social media so that's why i brought this today despite it having spilled i think you can see it's got some fun stuff candy cigarettes some stuckies um, milk chocolate turtle we've got some of our pralines and some of our our dead merchandise which i think is really fun route 66 mug oh yeah and this is my favorite we have nine john wayne bobbleheads and so (laughs) nine lucky stuckies and uh you know radio followers on your facebook page could potentially have these so we have a contest up right now on facebook where you can get one of these mystery boxes and the rules are on the stuckies facebook page so just look at stuckies on facebook and you have to like us and you have to post us in a pit you have to post a picture on your page and tag Stuckies. The rules are all there. It's very simple. It does not have to be a picture of you at a Stuckies or with a Stuckies product, but that's definitely a plus. And uh, you can win all sorts of fun stuff. If you can watch <laughs> this, I'm holding up a rubber alligator and we have sold a lot of rubber alligators over the decades at Stuckies. A lot of rubber alligators. Yeah. The alligator farm. 
Yes, I love these roadside attractions that you see across America. And we are doing itineraries where we go near Stuckey's within an hour radius drive, and we look at all the fun places that you can go and visit that are part of what makes our American highways and back roads so special. So alligator farms are definitely among those. And wigwam villages remember those motels there's three of them three of the original wigwam motels are still left Hmm. they were all founded by the same man a man named frank redford and the one in cave city kentucky is for sale right now Hmm. so you could be the proud owner of a wigwam motel if you'd like i wonder if it has a radio antenna there if you got wi-fi there It's it's kind of remote, but it's a really cool touristy town because there are beautiful natural caves there that are a state park. And there's also a dinosaur land in that town. So it's mm. a really cool touristy destination. And it's places like that that I want to lift up and celebrate as part of my journey to rebuild Stuckey's. You know, I, uh, we do so many varied shows, and we talk about this, that, uh, you know, the economy is coming back. And we're going to have a great economy, and yes. I think it's going to help your business, not hurt your business. Uh, it was hurt, I'm sure, a little bit at the beginning of the pandemic, but now people are going to want to drive and yes. do the highway thing instead of the airline thing. And uh, I think, uh, you know, veterans and everybody else are going to be there coming into Stuckey's and making memories, which I I just, you know, I love to mention your name and have the folks um, talk about when they stopped with their parents. And, you know, we're talking, from from my standpoint, we're talking uh, over 60 years. And, uh, from and our company is over 80 years old, so uh, there could be some folks That's about the only thing who, that's older than me. Right. <laughs> well, my father's 85, and he is still going strong. He texts me every morning at around 530 to make sure I'm up and working. And usually I am. I'm an early riser, just ah. like my dad and my grandfather. Uh, I don't know if your well, listeners... I can call at 530. That's right. <laughs> but if your listeners can call in, certainly welcome feedback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, you, you have your pages up on our on our website. I don't know if you've gone to it or not, but if uh, folks that are listening haven't gone to it, they need to. And all of these shows will be archived. Where if they miss something or they want to go back and listen again, they can. And uh, you're welcome to put them on your Facebook page or, or whatever or your yes. website. Yeah, we can and, provide uh, a link. That would be really fun. Yeah, and you know this is uh, this is Americana. Yeah, you know? and we talked about Route 66 last week, and uh, some other things. And I love your mug, the Route 66 mug. Yeah, I, you I, know, I was so this was like a little find. I felt like it was almost a treasure hunt. Oh yeah, and just going through the warehouse shelves and seeing what inventory is there. Now we also found some wind chimes that I didn't think were all that attractive, and we've got <laughs> some Britney Spears slap bracelets which you slap and they wrap around your wrist. <laughs> and so some of that stuff may be less appealing to some people, but, hey, Britney Spears has a lot of fans. She's got oh, a yeah. cool story, and I like some of her music. So we've got oh, we've got a little something for everyone. So this this uh, box just is just a little mystery delight, in my Absolutely. opinion. And we've got some retro candies like the 
I love the bubblegum cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> I love them as a kid. I felt so sophisticated. I thought I was in like a film noir pretending I was smoking a bubblegum cigarette. You wouldn't do something like that. Right. Yeah. In real life, I do not smoke, but it is fun to pretend. And that's a lot of what Stuckey's encapsulates. It's just having some fun. You know, let me ask, um, how do you, and I have, quite frankly, I haven't been on a Stuckey's in, in quite some time, but I'm planning on stopping in on some. Uh, I've got, got a couple of trips I've got to make soon. So, But how do you promote and you hit it on the head fun how do you promote that with your all the uh, franchise stores across the country that you have that uh, how do you get them pepped up and their employees pepped up to uh, make sure that you know you don't just walk in and buy a coke or walk in and mm-hmm. buy one thing you have to bring your kids in they they all have to look around and um, you know You've got to have the parent that's... You can't run in the store like that, you know. And uh, the kids are running from hither to yon to back and forth and up and down. But they're making their memories. And they're going to take their kids in 20 years from now. Yeah, so I've been very transparent and honest about the state of Stuckey's today. Like I said, it fell out of family hands for decades. And we're a fixer-upper. I think in many ways we're like this country. Our country has really suffered lately and we're a fixer-upper and so i'm really determined to roll up my sleeves and do my part to rebuild this country and i'm doing our economy and rebuild stuckies right i think we're very much entwined with the history of this country so right now i will be absolutely frank that some of our stores need some love there's some that are awesome. Hattiesburg, Mississippi, Somerton, South Carolina, Annawake, Texas, Baghdad, Florida. These are all stores that are our class. Many of them are classic stores, Paxico, Kansas. But, but they're well-stocked, good layout. You'll find all of our candies, and you'll find a great selection of souvenirs. But we have other stores that are fixer-uppers. And how do we go about turning that around on a limited budget with limited staffing and resources? Well, you got to crawl before you can walk, before you can run. And not to give away too much strategy, and some of this might be a little boring, but my background is law. I'm an attorney. And so we are working with lawyers to revise our franchising structure. So it's going to take basically a whole-scale revision of how we do business. And it may be six to nine months before you're actually seeing some changes that we're trying to implement, but we do have a handful of stores that have started to spiff up and honestly some some stores may have to be debranded if they aren't interested in really ramping up their game which is what we're we're looking for we're looking for people ready to up their game and it's a new day at Stuckey's and we want people want to be part of that and here's the other thing we've got interest and just in the past couple weeks we've got five potential new franchise locations and so we're trying to figure out how do we move forward in a thoughtful way it's going to really create a nice experience and not just slap dab. So I'm really going after quality with Stuckey's moving forward, not quantity. My goal is not to have a thousand Stuckey stores, it's to have a hundred really good Stuckey's, right? And I'd rather I, it be a destination location almost. I would guess that one of your strategies in there is consistency. Yes. In that uh, if you stop at this Stuckey's and two days down the road you stop at this Stuckey's, 
they should there should be that familiarity of, of that they're consistent and we know the products are consistent but uh, the people have to be consistent too yeah well and it's interesting as i'm working through what model we want for stuckies it's a mix it's consistency but i also want uniqueness so i want consistency in how people are treated and the quality of having a good fun experience i want the restroom certainly to all be consistent in cleanliness but I also want something unique in each store that's special and local. So if you go to a Stuckey's in Doolittle, Missouri, you're going to know you're in Missouri because there's some local jams and jellies and there's some souvenirs that are from the community. And maybe there's some handcrafted uh, goods. So I want it to really have a specialness. So a Stuckey's in Missouri is going to be different from a Stuckey's in Florida but the same as far as having high standards and quality. We're not there yet, I'll be honest, but we will be. And I just say stick with Stuckies and keep on following us. And if you have a bad experience, let me know. I'm very accessible. So I'm here to respond, and, and I'm, I'm a problem solver, so I'm not afraid to roll up my sleeves and get down to work. And I've actually been stocking shelves in our stores and putting up signages and putting displays together, and I'm getting quotes for merchandise. So I'm I'm doing everything that we have to do to rebuild this brand. I, mean, I wanted to ask while you were talking about the box, and, and you'll be sending them out for Christmas and so forth. Yeah. When do people need to turn in their orders for uh, Christmas delivery and shipping? Oh, I will need to check with our our freight provider it's not it's not going to be until sometime in december we usually are able to get depending on where you live if you're in california especially with covid and with the issues we've been having with the u.s mail it's taking longer in some cases but certainly within a week's time we can get products delivered great but we'll have our christmas special our christmas schedule posted it will be on our website and it will also be in our email listserv so if you're not on our email list you just have to sign up at www.stuckies.com hard to remember that right we were lucky <laughs> we got that com. domain oh yeah yeah because twitter and instagram at stuckies was already taken so we're at stuckies pecans on those two sites mm. pecans you pecans, said right. peca- well you know <laughs> i go back and forth ah tomato tomato <laughs> mm. whatever whatever is comf- comfortable at the time um okay so we were going to talk a little taffy right we were, and I am out of taffy. I could not find any taffy this morning. So I brought some Pop Rocks, but I've also got this Dunking Bird. And uh, I can't seem to get the Dunking Bird to work. Uh, I think that's part of the appeal of it is that <laughs> we're not quite sure if it's always going to be operable. It would be great if there's some listeners who have these and maybe want to give me some advice. As I recall, you kind of have to so – there you go, so you warm up the base. Ah. Did you ever have one of these? No, I didn't, as a matter of fact. So these are uh, called dunking birds, but also dippy birds or drinking birds. And a lot of people called them different things growing up, but we certainly have sold a lot of these in Stuckey's over the years. And actually, one of these was made, there's several manufacturers. One of them was in Atlanta, and they sold their company. But until fairly recently, dunking birds, dippy birds were made in Atlanta but for those of you who can't see the Facebook, and hopefully you can see it, I don't know, is it how visible is it? I'm going to try to hold it up. 
for the Facebook viewers. But it's made of two glass bulbs, one that has a, the head around it, and one is around by the tail, and they're joined together by this long tube, which is the neck. And it's really long because the bird takes long drinks. So they pivot between these little plastic legs, and then you soak his head in water, and then he's supposed to start drinking from the glass. So let me see if this works. Well, you know, some birds are hard to train. Some birds are hard to train. Well, speaking of birds, we used to have mina birds in Stuckey's, and they would talk, and when you came in the stores, they would say all sorts of things. My favorite <laughs> would say, my name is Polly, and I'm not for sale. <laughs> okay, so the dunking bird isn't quite working, but to give a little history on these, its origins, for the technology at least, or the science behind this, is none other than Benjamin Franklin. Wow. While in Germany, Franklin saw an invention that the artisans called a pulse hammer, and he bought the pulse hammer back to America, and he improved it with two glass bulbs connected by a tube. And he filled one bulb with water and balanced it with its own vapor, and the other bulb he left empty. And when he held the half-filled water in his hand, the water would flow into the other empty bulb and so he called his invention the pulse hammer and it would wow people for almost 100 years and so that was the origins of that and then an Italian physicist and an engineer named Enrico Bernardi combined these tubes to build what would eventually become this wonderful drinking bird and it made its way back to America when it was patented by Miles Sullivan, who was an inventor and chemist working for Bell, as in Alexander Graham Bell. So he was working for Bell Laboratories in Murray Hill, New Jersey. And this is my favorite fact about this story. Mr. Sullivan is still alive and living in Fargo, North Dakota at the ripe old age of 103. Wow. Yeah, so I guess you could kind of say he's the father of the dippy bird, and he's 103. It would be really great to see if we could track him down. Huh. You know, I was as you were talking about Benjamin Franklin, I, I was thinking, I always wondered what he was doing in between flying kites with keys on them. Yeah, he was. Uh, she was inventing the inventing. predecessor to the dumping bur- dunking bird. <laughs> <laughs> so they've actually become a little bit of cultural celebrities and have appeared alongside Tweety and Sylvester hmm. in the 1951 Mary Melodies ca- cartoon "Putty Tat Trouble," and then the Cartoon Networks Ed, Ed, and Eddie and The Simpsons have all featured this beautiful little Duncan bird. It's also had a minor cameo appearance in Mad Men and Aliens 2 and Aliens 3. Okay. Now, here's the deal. <laughs> Whoever's listening out there and has a dunking bird, yeah, take a picture of the bird with you next to it or whatever and uh, send that to uh, Stephanie at AmericasWebRadio.com and uh, I bet they would get something that would would please them put a smile on their face. Hmm. I can get you a Stucky shot glass and a pecan log roll. And the shot glass is great for the dunking bird because it fits right in the base of the dunking bird. So I have one more cameo appearance of the dunking bird. 
episode 508 of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Have you ever seen that show? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. That is one of the best shows. If you're into retro, you will love this show. And I'm not sure where you can find it now. I watched it back when it first came on. But the whole premise is crazy. It's about a man and a robot that his companion that get lost in space. He's an astronaut. And they are stuck with nothing to do in this spaceship, except he's got hundreds of reels of old-time 1950s and 60s B-movies. And he watches these films with his robot friend, and they have this running commentary about the films. And it's just hilarious and so i love that mystery science theater has a spoof of the drinking bird that's called bobbing buzzard and it runs on carrion instead of water (laughs) that sounds interesting and i would say the final cameo appearance of this wonderful little dunking invention would be stuckies because we've sold them all over and we still sell them and if you want one, just stop in your local Stuckies or on your way wherever you're going uh, before the summer totally is over with. Or as you're going someplace in Thanksgiving, yeah, stop in a Stuckies and get you a dunking bird. And I got a great email this morning, and I get emails from all sorts of people. And this man has been so wonderful. His name's Wally, and he owns a barbecue joint in Branson, Missouri. Ah. And he loves Stuckies, and he opened a Stuckies retail account. So we wholesale our products to retailers. And you do not have to be a Stucky store to sell our product. You can be an Ace Hardware. You can be a Hallmark store. You could just be a mom and pop general store. We welcome your business. And you get on our website, there's a wholesale link. So he contacted me, actually, instead of our wholesale link and said, I would love to sell your products. And so we opened him an account. And he sent me a photo of his Stucky's display. And he did such an amazing job. I posted it on the Stuckey's Facebook page this morning, and he's got all these framed prints of old Stuckey's, and in addition to selling the Stuckey's products, on his own, he's gotten great souvenirs and memorabilia, and he's selling that as well, and he had in the display, he's selling the Duncan Bird. <laughs> yep. So I've got to give a shout out to Wally. Hopefully he's listening, but we really appreciate that you understand the kitsch that is Stuckies and are stocking these wonderful memorabilia items. You know, and it's uh, the parents that are listening that have kids. Uh, maybe you're on the road or something doing business, and your kids aren't with you. But that this is a, Stuckies is a great place because you have unique items. Yeah, to get a, stocking stuffers. I can't imagine a better. St- stocking stuffer than the dunking bird, you know? Well, and, and I'm uh, sorry, I'm going to get... I'm coming back to the mic. I had to go get my merch, my kitsch bag, these giant pencils. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a great stocking oh, stuffer, yeah. right? Those are so much fun. And, oh, I've got another bobblehead in here. A rubber alligator makes a great stocking stuffer. And, you know, most importantly of all i got to dig down on the bottom of my goodie bag here. Of course, a pecan log roll. Well, certainly. It looks perfect in a, in a stocking. 
And it and it's for and it's good for every tooth in in the kid's mouth. You know, dentists love us. <laughs> we keep them in business. Yes. And this is our new ten ounce log roll. It's the largest we sell, and we just got new packaging, and we're redesigning all of our products, all the packaging, all the displays. It's. It's being sequenced because we have to wait until we run out of the existing packaging hmm. to get the new packaging. So you'll see the new design work rolling out in stages, but we ran out of the 10-ounce pecan log roll packaging, so we had an opportunity to redo that, and I think it looks beautiful. And we're going back to the original logo, which is my grandfather's signature. Ah. And his early stores had this logo with what I call the chubby tie, T, you know, this the... The cross of the T looks like a tie, and it's it's chubby. So I love this logo, and I love the design work. It has a happy car family on it, and it also tastes delicious. Certainly. And, you know, it's like everything that you you have there. It's just like it vibrates fun. Yeah. It's fun. And, uh, you know, what a – like you said, what a place to work that's uh, – just alive with fun and good feelings and uh, you can't unless mom and dad have just said not only no but no no you can't walk out of Stuckey's without having a smile on your face no matter what age you are you're going to have a smile on your face when you when you leave Stuckey's I sure hope so that's the that's the intent and you know like I said it's amazing the folks that have been in that do shows and uh, I'll mention that you're doing a show now, and uh, they just there's a sparkle in their eye, and you you can tell they're remembering something, and uh, you know whether it was what mom and dad bought them or what they got for themselves or something they saw, and there's just that sparkle, and you know this is it's it's a shame that more businesses across the country can't have the feeling that Stuckey's has with everybody. Uh, you never see a you never say the word Stucky and get a frown on your face. You always get a smile from the other person. And yeah, it really has been so heartwarming. I'm getting a lot of emails and personal stories from people on all social media and then just reaching out to me via our comment page on our website and also my personal email which is pretty accessible so i hear from people and they are all sharing their stories one of my favorites is a woman who told me that on their first date her parents that her parents had her father gave her mom a pecan log roll (laughs) and on every year for their anniversary he gave his wife a pecan log roll and they both recently passed away but she said they were married for almost 60 years wow and so 60 ish pecan log rolls and i'm i'm very grateful for that uh so i love stories like that and a lot of people have told me they went to stuckey's on their honeymoon which i think is really fun <laughs> and that's romantic well, you, know, you know these shared experiences and having fun together that's yeah. part of having a, a a happy marriage and a happy time together you know you're you're driving somewhere for your honeymoon and uh uh, you stop in Stuckey's. That's makes, right. Makes sense to me. So today I was going to talk about saltwater taffy, yes. but we had a little taffy crisis at the Stuckey home this morning. We are completely out, and I'm afraid it may be some of my teenage kids uh, and their friends who managed to get into the taffy because the taffy was gone. <laughs> and the idea is we would like to try the candy 
on the show. So I'm going to have to order up some more taffy, and hopefully I'll have it by next week. But as a backup plan, I do have Pop Rocks if you want to. Are you game to try some Pop Rocks, David? <laughs> uh, sure, why not? So we sell these at Stucky's. I'm going to hand you one. All right, so we have Tropical Punch and Green Apple. Which I'll one do you want? The Green Apple. The Green Apple, okay. They're both colors not really found in nature. They're neon pop colors. But uh, who do you remember these? These were really, really big, I want to say, like in the 80s and maybe the 70s. I certainly, I certainly had a lot of these when I was a kid. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah, so do you know what makes them pop? No. It's carbon dioxide. Hmm. And they were invented... Is carbonated candy. It was invented in 1956 by a chemist who was actually working at General Foods. His name is William A. Mitchell, and he was looking for a way to make instant carbonated soda. So kind of like, I guess, a tang for soda, right? Maybe you just add water. And he inadvertently came up with this popping candy instead. And I love that some of the greatest inventions in our country are we're just kind of happy accidents right mm-hmm. like post-it notes were kind yeah. of a happy accident and people were looking to do something and then it became something completely different so oh my gosh i don't know if the microphone can pick this up <laughs> but it's actually crackling yeah that's amazing <laughs> all right so what does yours taste like very good like Lime, uh, of of you know, just just good. I don't know that there's a a real comparison or the like you said it's the green apple, but um, yeah. So mine is tropical punch. It is really really sweet, and hmm. um, it's crunchy, and there are little sparks. You can feel the sparks in your mouth. It's crazy. So, I love it. And it's sticky. It's a little sticky. I'm not sure if I would really want to eat a lot of this, but <laughs> as an occasional treat, absolutely. So the ingredients are, no surprise, number one, sugar and corn syrup. Oh, and there's some artificial flavor. Yeah, and there's definitely some dye in here. This one's got blue dye. And so here's a really fun fact about Pop Rocks. Do you know where they're made? No. They're made in Atlanta. Oh, are they? Oh, so right. we're recording from outside Atlanta in Sandy Springs. So these are actually made. Their location is Dunwoody Park, Atlanta, oh, Georgia. That's right around the corner from me. Yeah. Yes, should we drive over and yeah. <laughs> meet the folks? That would be really cool we to see if we can in. meet the folks at Pop Rocks. So it is an Atlanta-made product. Well, yeah, you should call them and invite them to one of the shows. Yeah, and I love, it says on the side, taste the explosion, right? So, do you remember the urban myth about Pop Rocks? No. There was a famous urban myth, and it involved the the Life Cereal commercial with Mikey. Remember that commercial where there were three brothers? And this reminds me of my own childhood because I was, I was, I have, a sister and three brothers, and my three brothers would frequently kind of gang up on me. So there's three brothers in this commercial, and the two older ones, the mom gives them this new cereal, and they're 
they're looking at it and saying, what is this stuff? And it looks healthy, and we don't want it. And they look over at their youngest brother, the baby, Mikey, and they said, let's give it to Mikey, right? Mikey will try it, and, you know, Mikey loves it. And they say, Mikey, he likes it. And then they they want to try it. So there was an urban myth around Mikey that Mikey ate Pop Rocks and drank Coca-Cola, <laughs> and his stomach exploded. Ah. And it got to be so bad, this rumor, I remember hearing this rumor, it it went, it, it, it circulated like wildfire, and it was so bad they had to set up a special hotline with the Pop Rocks company to assure people that this was safe to eat and that it would not cause your stomach to explode. Ah. I sure hope not, because we just, we just had some. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, ooh. What yeah, a, and they come in thought. all sorts of flavors. And we sell these at Stuckey's. The Stuckey's in Perry, Georgia, exit 136 off of I-75, just south of Macon. They have a whole line of Pop Rocks. So you can get, I don't, I guess I should find out how many flavors they have. But it looks like there's about a dozen different flavors. You know, I was just thinking about, parents and their kids and and stuckies and you know stuckies if you think about this folks the ones of you that have kids that are i'd say oh 11 and younger 12 and younger or something like that stucky stuckies is the perfect bribery store <laughs> as you're on the road you know i love so it you pull into a stuckies you pick up whatever items the pop rocks or whatever and tell your if your kids start acting up in the car, well, you just bribe them. Okay, if you settle down, you get a you get the pop rocks. If you don't settle down, then we're not going to stop at Stuckey's the next time or something. So you bribe your kids to be good in the car. And like you and I talked, or, or I think it was you and I, but we used to play all the car games. You know, my sister. And oh I, yeah, we know? should do an episode where we talk about our favorite car games. Yeah. and I've gotten a lot of people who message me and give me their favorite car games and yeah back before there were all these electronic devices Mm -hmm. people actually had to have conversations in the car and on a nine-hour car ride i know my family we played a lot of 20 questions that was like our all-time favorite but we did all sorts of road bingo and i spy find the different license plates for all 50 states we always had such a hard time with Hawaii. <laughs> I, used to, I used to really get mad at my older sister that uh, she loved to read. And I hated to read, particularly because cars, cars and reading didn't go well with me. So, Oh, uh, yeah. But she loved to read. And, and then if she was reading, then she wouldn't be playing with me, you know. So we, uh, we would get into our fights and act up in the back seat and, uh, until I could get her away from the book and uh, playing a game with me again whatever it happened to be but and at night we'd always do what kind of tail light what kind of car is that with that tail light you know oh wow i never played that game yeah that sounds like a lot of fun so yeah, well, yeah we should ask if folks can give us some thoughts on what their favorite road trip games are and sure. let's have a let's have an episode about that that would be really fun it was uh you know and this was back and we talk about this on the classic car show Back when um, the models changed every year, you'd have a different looking car every yeah. year. Uh, Chevy and we used to uh, 
go to our that was a an outing in September to go to uh, your local car dealer and try to look in under the paper that they had one corner rolled up in the on the display window and you'd look under the try to look under that corner and see what the new uh, car looked like the the 59 Chevy or the 60 Ford or whatever it happened to be yeah there used to be fun. such a great car culture in this country, and, oh, yeah. and there's still a lot of car devotees, but it's not the way it was when I was growing up. Oh, and no. cars used to have these great colors, right, with this like almost shimmery glitter sheen to them. They, they just would sparkle. Um, yeah, my grandparents, every year they had a new Cadillac, <laughs> <laughs> and they'd drive it around Eastman, Georgia. That was the big thing. And cars are really special. It was oh, part of yeah. your identity. And you still see that in some cultures, but not to the extent like it was. No, I, you know, from the time I could think about it, I dreamed of having a car. And then my parents would we'd go out to our farm, and uh, my dad would let me drive at the farm in his lap. And uh, But I'd get to drive, and then as soon as I could get my driver's license, I had a car. And kids today, in fact, I got my my driver's license very young and that my parents had to sign a, a release form for me to get it but uh anyway kids today yeah. they, they don't care about driving they don't oh, i'll get my license and driving in atlanta is too scary or this or that well, I, which i, I agree, agree. With. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, my son didn't start driving until he was almost 17 because yeah. we would live right near a marta stop so that it really didn't he didn't need to and there's Uber, there's Lyft, there's all these rideshare services. It's amazing. People get around in different ways now. It is. Okay, so bringing do, wait a second, wait a second. We're talking about cars. Yeah. Okay, and you got the bobbleheads. Yeah. Now, do you have the ones that, uh, do you sell any of the stuff that sits on the, uh, uh, either in the back window or in the front window that, uh, like the Hawaii girls that you remember Oh, those? the dashboard figures. Yeah. Yes. We... I'm not sure if we, I have them on my car. You're kidding. Yes, I have a dashboard Jesus. And they have the dashboard hula girl. And I'm actually looking to source those right now. I'm trying to find a vendor that will sell us some of those in bulk. And we can offer them at our stores. But that would be a good one to talk about in a future episode. Sure. And they have other dashboard figures. I've seen all sorts of derivations of them. I saw one that was a, a dashboard Buddha. <laughs> I guess since there's a dashboard Jesus, but yeah, I love my j- dashboard Jesus, so I can really say Jesus is my co-pilot. He's right there on my dashboard, and they've got that little spring, and they bounce around, and I love putting them in photos. So I'll have a photo of me pulling up to a Stuckey's, and you'll see the dashboard Jesus. I have some of those <laughs> posts on my Instagram feed, by the way. Very cool. Very cool. You well, know, I do have some more candy today. I know we've got some more time, and I do have in here the three-colored coconut bar. Hmm. Are you up for another sugar rush? No, I better not. My uh, One of my doctors might call me. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, are you okay if I try this? Sure. We talked about this. So this yep. is from Candy Farm, which has been around since 1894. Wow. So this is the original Napole- Napolitan three-color coconut bar. And there's a lot of knockoffs of this, but this one is the original. And they are out of Springboro, Ohio. Hmm. So a good American company. And do you know what the three flavors are? 
Well, one's uh, pink, so that would be, uh, isn't it pink? Wouldn't you it's say pink. It's pink. Uh, okay, I had to use my teeth. That's all right. It's strawberry. Strawberry, okay, and then vanilla. vanilla. And uh, what's the last one? Uh, it would be chocolate. Chocolate, okay. Yeah, so this is this is really a this is a classic. I love these old candies that have been around a long time. With it's that, do you sell very moon pies? chewy? We sell moon pies. We sell goo goos. We sell. We sell these three-color coconut bars. We sell Claxton fruitcakes. Mm-hmm. I actually bring the Claxton fruitcakes in, especially because you know where they're made. Oh, yeah. Claxton, Down Georgia. Set, yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is really good. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to me how these old candies are just super, super sweet, like just a burst of sugar. And I like that you really get the three distinct t- flavors. So, I have a great coconut story to tell about my grandfather. Coconut coconut candies were really popular in the 1940s and 50s. And it was one of my grandfather's best-selling items were his, his coconut bars. And he would put pecans in his and then coat them in chocolate. He also did a candy, which I would love to replicate, called a zombie and it was similar recipe with the coconut with pecans covered in chocolate but it was soaked in a special something you know what the secret sauce was it was soaked in rum ah yeah and he called it zombies and it had sort of this caribbean feel to it Mm -hmm. and they were really big sellers so i would love to bring that back it would have to be an adult only candy but it was a bestseller. And so when um, when my grandfather first started in the early 30s, mid-30s, with his stores, he sold coconut bars. And when World War II hit, there was not only sugar rationing, but there was coconut rationing. And so he didn't have coconut for his coconut bars. So you know what he did? He got corn husk and ground them up into flakes and flavored them with coconut flavoring. Huh. And he made his coconut bars. And people would literally line up at his stores before opening every morning wow. to get his coconut bars because you could not get coconut. coconut. Wow. And I'm pretty certain that was before the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. It was probably before they were really clamping down on some of these health inspections because it probably wouldn't pass muster today. It probably (laughs) wouldn't let you call it a coconut bar if it didn't actually have coconut. But I love that story because it shows his resourcefulness and his perseverance and tenacity and grit. Oh, yeah. Okay, (laughs) Dave, we can't get coconut anymore. It's rationed. That's fine. We're going to pivot. We're going to figure it out. We're going to roll up our sleeves and be problem solvers, and we're still going to make our coconut bars. He never admitted defeat. <laughs> he said, we just got to figure it out a different way. And this is really good, so I highly recommend it. What I think is great about it is you're not just eating candy bar. You're having a taste of nostalgia. That's right. You're biting into something that's been around since 
1894. And I love it. It says made in the USA in the back. But that one hadn't been around since. Let's hope not. I think the shelf life, (laughs) even though it does have some preservatives in it. And, uh, you know, the number one ingredient is actually dried coconut. Mm. So before the sugar, you got the coconut as the number one ingredient. This is really good. Now, if I wanted to order just that, could I order just that? Not one bar, but a case of them or two dozen or whatever they come in? Now, on Stucky's website, we tend not to sell other candies, except we do sell Goo Goo Clusters. That would be a whole episode. We have a very tight relationship with Goo Goo. The man who ran Goo Goo for many years, Jimmy Spradley, his father... Jim Spradley was CEO of Stuckey's. He was president of Stuckey's for a time in the 1970s, and our families have known each other a long time, and they're from Eastman, Eastman, Georgia, which is our hometown. So we do sell Goo Goo's, but we, we don't sell these coconut bars online. You can go in a store and get them individually. And our products online, we do sell them in a case, so you'll have to buy Typically, it's going to be a 12-pack or 24-pack, depending on the candy bar size. But we do have some mixed bags and boxes, so you can get a sampler. And we're going to have a lot more of those. That We're, we're rolling out a whole line of sampler candy boxes that will be available for Q4. That's terrific. Yeah, so give us a couple weeks. We're working on it. That's part of my project today is to work on some candy boxes. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of reintroducing a national brand or a national. Um, you all have been around so long, and uh, just I, I feel like we're doing the public a favor yeah. by reintroducing folks to uh, Stuckies. Well, guess what? You are. You are helping us, and it's going to take a village. The only way we can turn this company around with the limited resources that I have is brand ambassadors, and that's just customers, people who like our brand, and they tell their friends. To me, that is worth so much more than any marketing dollars that I could ever spend. Just people who are brand evangelists, who get it, who love the brand, that are loyal, that's what I want. That's well, what I'm going for. I think we brought this up last week. Anybody that has a Stucky story, send it to GM at America's Web Radio or Stephanie at America's Web Radio. And if we pick your story or if Stephanie picks your story, uh, I bet you'll get a surprise in the mail. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've got all sorts of fun giveaways. And we've got stickers, too. And I'm not sure if I, I do have a few in here, but I've got probably a dozen different sticker designs and these are so much fun and you can just put these on anything it started out really popular with teenagers but i use these i put them on my bicycle i put them on my computer you can just stick them anywhere and they're really fun so and what i like about these is you can easily peel them on and off so if you put them somewhere and you decide you want to take it off your refrigerator or whatever it's not going to leave this residue that'll stay forever so We've got we got lots of um, we got lots of fun kitsch merch and and swag as I like to call it. <laughs> you know, I just can't. I keep gravitating to the candy. This is a milk chocolate turtle, and I love these. These are pecans with caramel coating and chocolate on top. How do you, 
How do you test this stuff and stay so thin? I have high energy, and I do some kind of exercise every day. Yep. Okay. So we're in the process, actually, of renaming the turtle. So I would love it if any of the listeners have some suggestions for what we should call this candy. We're looking at tiger paw is one mm-hmm. idea. Uh, we've also looked at gopher, but somebody told me gopher was taken. A turtle apparently is also taken. So as we rebrand and repackage, we need a new name. So if you got any fun names for this turtle, I'm putting in air quotes if you can see me. If you've got any naming suggestions, we definitely welcome those. Always. As long as they're old suggestions and fit in with the nostalgia. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> We're open to to ideas, and definitely we want want some that are, you know, that that get us, that understand our brand, and nostalgia is definitely part of who we are. Oh, no question, and I just, you know, and we've only been doing this as our the your second show with us, and yet the feedback is just, you know, it's just the sparkle in people's eyes when you say Stuckies, and yeah, you know what they're thinking. So yeah. Something uh, spurred a memory, and it was a good memory. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I'm looking forward to a long relationship with Stuckies and uh, the fun that I think I can have by being a small part of what you all are doing right now and uh, getting people to stop in and take a look. Well, thank you, David. Tell the kids when their grandparents used to stop and take you in, you know, and just... There, there must be thousands and thousands of great stories out there. And we want to hear them. Yes, ma'am. So can I give a quick preview of what we've got coming the week ahead? You got it. How much time? We just got a few we, minutes left? We just got a couple of minutes. We're going to have to stop a little bit early because we got to get ready for the next show. Okay. Well, this I can do this in less than a minute. You got it. So coming up this week, this Sunday, I am doing a filming for a Kickstarter video, and we are doing a campaign to raise money for Stuckies, and it's to fund. So, those of you who are, are you familiar with how Kickstarter works? No. It's crowdfunding. So, crowdfunding is you go out on the internet and you just ask people on the internet if they are interested in supporting your project, your brand. Your, it's got to be something that you are creating. So in this case, and I can bring one of the mugs next week, but I'm trying to bring back a classic Stuckey's mug that was a Fire King mug, which was made by the Fire King company. It's a milk glass mug, and you can't find them anymore. Hmm. So I actually found a manufacturer that can make this mug. It's going to cost us about $25,000. i am still working on the financing. But we we don't have the money to produce this mug. So I'm doing a Kickstarter campaign to get folks to donate to Stuckies and help build the company. So it's not just honestly helping with this project. It's helping rebuild the brand and rebuild the company. But if you donate to this project, you will get one of the mugs when it comes out. And then we'll have other prizes that we're also offering as part of the Kickstarter campaign. But the mug is the main prize and that's what the whole focus is is can we bring back this classic coffee club mug and you can find them on ebay they're going for two hundred dollars wow and people post these mugs on instagram all the time and ask me can we bring the mug back so i have heard you i've listened to what you've said and i'm trying to bring this mug back but i can't do it without your help 
with that, we'll let people think about it between now and next yeah. week. And uh, thank you again for coming in and doing the Stucky Hour. Thanks, David. It's America's been fun. Web Radio. We'll uh, be back with more of Veteran Story coming up next. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.